Hey, hey, welcome to Authentic Influencers, Anthony Chansomuth, and I have with me my amazing cousin, Stella. Hi, Stella. Hey, Anne. Uh, what are you doing in Sydney? Me. <laughs> so I'm uh, with a fund called SoGal. So um, we invest in female-led startup, and um, I'm running the global pitch competition. The finals is in November. Yeah, so... Okay, so why are you passionate about... Uh, investment in startups and women investors? Um, why? It's because I founded a skincare company manufacturing in Asia and being female and being really young I face a lot of challenges um, with being young and female so when I sold my company in Exit I thought I want to give back to the community and just guide and um, support women on their journey and help them realize their um, vision and their dreams. Now, a question that I'm curious about is why, why women and what about the men? Why women? I think uh, men have their own challenges, but uh, in the VC space, in the funding space, only 2% of women get funding. So um, I like, like kind of a cause. So, and obviously I'm being female and um, I feel like I can connect better and Using my experience of being female, um, I can understand the challenges that one might go through being female. So that's why I chose um, to be female founded. Yep, that, cool. That makes sense. So you're planning to go back to Thailand early next year um, and to build, or to reconnect with your community um, and also set grow your, your funds and, and your business over there. Um, can you tell us like what, What's happening in Thailand that wants, that kind of is different to what's happening in Sydney and why does that draw you to go back over there? I think uh, in Thailand, I, I built, I was there for um, six years. So uh, I worked with a Chinese tech company called Tencent, which they own WeChat. So it's more the relationships I've built and I was there um, since before like startup or co-work space or um, so I've seen this massive growth um, when I left and I came to Sydney. Um, Sydney and Australia is great um, but life is very comfortable <laughs> and I <laughs> um, and I'm I think coming back I've, I'm rejuvenated I I got to see a lot of um, the startup scene in Australia but I just feel like going back to Thailand just I've got the networks there and it's like kind of like the center of Asia at the moment with the growth of um, ASEAN and um, with China and everything it's just closer to the rest of the world yeah definitely a lot of stuff happening in Asia uh, you mentioned China so my I've been watching documentaries about Shenzhen which is like the, the Silicon Valley almost um, but for production and hardware so a lot of technical um, devices are being built there um, so let's talk about something that you're really passionate about and I am too which is about community um, and why it's difficult as a nomad because you've been floating around you know the different countries and things and you travel quite a bit um, and same here so what have you found in terms of how difficult it is to build a community when you're like working in isolation uh, and what kind of problems does that present to the remote worker or digital nomad or an entrepreneur like that um, like why why is it important for someone like that to have community and how can they get community 
I think you know, it seems amazing, right? You're like working on a beach, and so I was a wellness consultant, and I remember like it, was, it seemed amazing, right? You're on a private island, and you know you just chill. But after two weeks, I was like, there is nothing else I can do, and time just seems to go really slow. And all I was exposed to was you know visitors, or, you know um, clients and staff, and you don't get that stimulation, um, like going back to corporate you get that you know diversity every day that connection Mm. and because really we're just social creatures right so and having traveling around all the time i think it's hard to maintain like that relationship because i think that people are like online online but at the end of the day um people are just the one-on-one the meeting like being able to see that person (laughs) And having that eye contact, yeah. I think it's really um, powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. Like, I think there's nothing online that can, re- not yet anyway, but there's nothing that can really replace, you know, a high five or a hug or a kiss. Like, there's just nothing, um, and we crave that as, as social creatures. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you develop more, like, in you know, a initial meeting with someone for the first ten seconds that you will ever speaking to them on Facebook Messenger for a year. You know what I mean? Like, we. Definitely. have the ability to, to empathize and connect, you know, call it body language, call it whatever you want, call it spiritual awareness. Um, and then you're also talking about or thinking about something, an idea like a wellness center. Tell me about that idea because that's quite fascinating for me. Um, so I, since coming back um, and my life, I've got a full-time job, I'm doing so many things that I find myself I'm seeing the old patterns and I'm just being in the doing all the time and I burnt out and a lot of people think the grind of just the big city of you've got all these things it's so overwhelming and then you and I haven't been able to sleep so I was like yeah I want to go to a place where I can just do nothing Mm. like just and um, because I'm a quarter Japanese there's this word called EQ which means a floating state where you just detach from everything and I really love the idea of rejuvenation and connection where you just don't, you just connect back to yourself. Self. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times people are lonely when they have a lot of people, but it's really like connecting back to yourself, your true self. And when you're complete and whole, that's when, when you get to connect to other people, you're in a full present state. So that's the kind of feeling or experience I want to create so then I'm like I want to create uh, a space where people can connect and then get nurtured and get rejuvenated back to themselves and then once you work on yourself then it's like mm. yeah you attract things um, yeah. amazing things abundance and stuff yeah so it's uh, well, the idea to me is connecting to self before you can really connect to others and for others to connect to you because if you're always being that we are naturally or you know, we've, we're givers, like that's our, that's our family structure, but also our culture and these sort of things. Um, I see that a lot of givers burn out because they give so much um, and, and maybe are not great at asking for, for you know, for the return um, or even expecting it, right? And that's something that I know, like my wife, like Cindy has helped me tremendously with um, to be able to just to, to articulate, hey, like, you know, it's cool to give, it's also cool to receive. You know, um, and one way to do that is to go into a space like you're talking about, where you just, just you, and you, <laughs> and and just really understand 
what is it that you desire, what is it you're here for, you know, and, and, and disconnect from devices, you know, social, whatever it may be. Um, that's, that's really cool. So what I'm really interested in with your journey next is the actual intersection between all these things, right? So community, angel investors, um, wellness, and then somewhere in there is perhaps some technology, so an app or whatever it might be. And then you also, like what we talked about before this is just your ability to develop partnerships because I think to make it happen requires people and it requires you know, people that align with what you value uh, and what the people, your community values. So really, really cool. Anyway, so um, any last messages about community or anything that we talked about today just for our listeners? And last thing, yeah, just smile to people and just um, get off your phone like when you're out of the house and give people eye contact or a smile, connect with them in a like intimate way and yeah, it will really change the way you see the world and you, yeah. Amazing. All right. Thank you. Well, there you go. Bit of insight into the world of startup and also self and awareness. Uh, all topics that I've spoken about on this podcast, as you would know. Um, if you have any questions for Stella, if you want to connect with her, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram, like Stella underscore wellness or on Facebook um, and also SoGal Sydney. Yep. That's so gal, G-A-L. S-O-G-L. Yeah, yeah. not so cal. Yeah, okay. So gal. Yeah, like gal. <laughs> like gal. Okay, awesome. Well, that's it. Thanks, Lella. And uh, see you guys real soon. Thanks. See you guys. Bye. Hey, well, I hope you uh, enjoyed that episode with my cousin Stella Bella and uh, if you want to learn more about remote work and building a remote team and uh, dealing with some of the common challenges with building a company that uh, runs predominantly online then head over to our uh, remote business summit which is www.remotebusinesssummit.com and you can register your free ticket the summit will take place on November 18 to 22 with 25 speakers and experts who are delivering some great uh, sessions on remote work, remote team building, uh, and what it's like to actually um, build a remote company. So if that's of interest, then please, uh, yep, go ahead, www.remotebusinesssummit.com, and uh, I'd be glad, I'd be very, very excited to see you there.